What's going on, Geeks? You're listening to episode 181 of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Joe Morgan. Gadzooks. And Shelly Walter. Hello. Today we'll be geeking out about the Switch Lite, Power Rangers, animated TV shows, and our favorite retro games. But first, special shout out to our Patreons at patreon.com slash geeksundergrace. Brian Struther, Jordan Garner, Casey Cobble, Jason Wilkerson, Sam Watson, David Corey, Unchained Spirit, Hannah Bacon, The Mouse Potatoes, Dan Alo, Trey Brayman, Peter Tallow, Michael Miller Jr., and Hannah Goose. Before we get into gaming stuff, uh, we have a game to give away. Um, that's super exciting. It's Moonlighter, which both of you have played. I've seen played. Yep. Oh, yeah. Do you guys like it? It's a neat concept. Yeah, I like it for the most part. I haven't played it in a while, but um, I think, if I remember correctly, they're still releasing, like, updates or DLC or something. Oh, wow, cool. I I believe that's correct. So, this is going to be a Steam code. It is going to be uh, delivered in segments. And the code's first segment is G-I-J-R-G. So, write that down. And then uh, listen to the rest of the podcast and get the rest of the code. And whoever gets it first, it's kind of a first-come, first-served situation. Cool. And Patreon listeners are not getting this beforehand because we do the live. We are muting the mic for them. So definitely, you know, listen in and try to get that code. Cool. What games have you guys been playing? Go ahead, Joe. All right. First of all, I want to talk about a couple of games I'm playing for review. Tiny Metal, Full Metal Rumble. You might remember there was uh, the Tiny Metal, the original, came out back February of last year. Yeah. Okay. Kind of Advance Wars-esque game. I think you mentioned that you were going to play play this game, but it was still on embargo. So it was still under embargo at the time, yeah. Yeah. Um, My review for this is written, hopefully should be up by the time that this airs. Cool. Uh, I'll say this. This is only $15, okay? They're releasing this game for $15. It's got basically everything that I wanted from an Advance Wars game that the first one didn't have. They've added in here. Like 70 skirmish maps, almost 40 campaign missions. For $15, this is a ton of content, and it's it's fun. Cool. Um, on top of that... I've been playing a small indie game that's been out for a few years, but I'm just now playing it for review. It's uh, a roguelike called In Celebration of Violence. Oh, is it violence? So it's pixel art. There is okay. blood, but there's not really any gore. There's not any like hyper violent. Okay. Nothing you would see on like Wolfenstein or something. Okay, cool. But it's, I would say so. Uh, I don't want to give my my full opinion yet until i formulate the review mm-hmm. it's not something you need to be excited to run out and grab i mean it's been out for like th- two or three years okay so and i will like... say it's impressive that a single developer made it oh wow yeah but if you missed it it's not the end of the world you wouldn't know you missed it yeah, yeah. okay yeah okay uh, and then finally i've been playing a little bit of battlefield 5 i picked it up and played it when it first came out i played like two rounds and didn't touch it again but a buddy of mine <laughs> wanted to get back into it this weekend so i downloaded it we played for two or three hours and had a pretty good time with it cool and then i guess the final one i'll mention uh i got several hours of dota underlords in what do you think i didn't know what the formula was like at all before all these came out and i'm having a good time with it with dota underlords i was able to party up with three other guys that I went to high school with. I've not talked to them since high school, but That's we were able awesome. to have a good time. We we played Dota Underlords for like four hours one night and just got caught up on how life's been over the last 15 years, you know? So I love that about video good. games, that you can literally catch up with people that you haven't talked to in years and have this common ground to already yeah. kind of like ice break it. Totally. Because if I was left in the room with somebody from high school, like... It'd be really kind of hard to get the conversation really going. Yeah, and these were friends of mine that, you know, these were the guys I hung out with in high school. 
Mm-hmm. But you know, life happens. You move. Oh, I moved away, and mm-hmm. you know, it just you lose contact. And I had them as as friends on Steam years ago, and just hadn't really engaged them since then. But they saw me fired up, and they sent me a message like, "Hey, you want to jump in and talk and play with us?" Yeah, I'll catch That's up. So, cool. so it was fun. That's awesome. How about you, Shelly? Um, I haven't really played too many new games. I played. But you had something really more. exciting. Yeah. About well, your Smash career. Okay. Yeah. What? <laughs> I beat someone. Which, like, of course, if you if you've listened to the podcast for a while and I've talked about going to Smash tournaments, you're like, seriously, you only just beat someone? Well, yes, and I still consider that a victory. So. It's um, really cool. I'm like victory, super yeah. proud of you. Thanks. Yeah, it's really, it's just interesting because there's just like a, there is quite a range of people who go to these tournaments, at least the ones that I go to. Um, they're the local ones that happen bi-weekly. Um, and also I haven't been able to go to one in months. So that was also really exciting that the fact that I was just able to go to one was really cool because um, the last couple of ones I've gone to have been very spaced out um, but like between like months, pretty much. Mm-hmm. So um there's such a range of of skill when it comes to these things there's some people who just like walk in and like don't know what they're doing at all then there's like pretty much professionals and i always get stuck with those who seem to be really good uh but i finally met someone uh who i was able to beat like fair and square it was pretty it was pretty good match pretty much everyone i've uh fought it was pretty close which was encouraging as well it wasn't like I, i never got trashed like so, but yeah, so that's pretty encouraging to say the least. Um, and I hope to keep going to more tournaments and things like that. So remember us when you're famous. Yeah, <laughs> I'm really not. If anyone's gonna get famous, it'd be my boyfriend. Honestly, like he just he got he did really well. He always gets like four or five wins a night. Oh wow! And so he's like she on his way to me. potentially reach top sixteen, but he's not there yet so but yeah that's fun i also played a little bit more overcooked 2 it's hard to play that game with joy cons if your joy con drifts it's hard to play many games i was like why is your joy con drifting i don't know why it's drifting i think joy cons just do that i've heard i've i've like read of a couple different ways that you could try to fix it i haven't tried any of that yet because one of them is like taking one of those air duster blaster things and using one of those i don't think i have that though so they're like two or three dollars at walmart or can yeah i just need to like get one and, and try it because it'd be great if that fixes it my worries that's not then i definitely don't want to buy um new joy cons because those are so expensive so they are yeah i mean if you're gonna have to if that's the next step like you're gonna have to break down and buy them you might as well do whatever you can to try to fix the one you got, right? Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. That, that's how I am with PlayStation and Xbox controllers. Like, I'll take the screws out and open them up and look inside and give them a good cleaning and see if there's anything out of whack. Mm-hmm. I have yeah. two broken controllers that I have not, for PS4 that I have not taken apart yet to try to fix, but I've kept them because I keep telling myself that at some point I will try to look at them, <laughs> which I never do. But, yeah, it's just like... I, I just wish they weren't so expensive, but uh, I'll try fixing it. Yeah, because you want to buy like a pro controller. You don't want to buy another Joy-Con. Right, yeah. And my but thankfully, thankfully my pro, pro controller is okay, even though the um, capture button, the screenshot button, has never worked on it. But that's fine. Oh. That's just kind of an annoying thing. But the Joy-Cons, like, you kind of need those for a lot of lots of things, mm-hmm. especially a game like Overcooked 2. You just hand the Joy-Con to someone else and go yeah. at it. Um, that game's hard enough already. I don't need drifting to be another problem. Um, Mario Party facing. is Joy-Con only, I believe. Oh, really? What? Which yeah, I don't, I don't you have can't that use game. the Pro Controller. That's weird. Mm-hmm. There's another game I own that you can't use Pro Controller. Don't. It's Let's Go. Let's Go doesn't. So, huh. which is kind of okay. Anyway, if you guys have successfully been able to fix your Joy Cons. Uh, at me <laughs> let me know because um, I've heard I've heard of the air dusting thing I've heard of just like electronic screen cleaners so, uh, somehow 
work. I don't know. I, I got some options to try. But, huh. Um, yeah, I don't think I've played any other games this week, though. So. Okay. I, besides um, the normal Apex and Arena Valor, I did try Auto Chess, but I only played one game. And okay. I skipped the tutorial because I was like, I need to just do this and <laughs> I need to go back and play the tutorial because oh. I, I got second place, which surprised me, uh, but I literally was just throwing down characters and making sure yeah. that my bases were covered. So playing with my buddies that one night, mm-hmm. turns out my buddies are really good at Dota <laughs> Underlords and that gave me some, some tips that kind of helped. And I, I took those tips back to auto chess yeah and crushed people nice okay dude. cool so yeah i definitely need to go back i like it but it's the games are longer than i want them to be and maybe that's they because are very I, didn't know long. Was I mean you're talking like 40 minutes sometimes 30 40 minutes yeah i think mine they ended up be being long. about 30 minutes and for a mobile game that's a long game yeah i mean arena of valor you're playing for about 30 minutes but everything's so much more fast-paced with arena you're yeah. always like needing to watch the screen where with this, I almost wish that they didn't have all the animations of people doing things because I'm just like, all right, let's go. I just want to play some more. Uh, I think it's the act of playing it and then I put it down for a second and playing it and then putting it down that yeah. I'm kind of like, Ugh, just end. Um, but I don't know. I'll play a little bit more and see. I think if I get deeper into it, I'll probably appreciate it more. Maybe actually look up some, some stuff on it. Some tips and things. Yeah. It'll make a big difference. Yeah, for sure. And that, that's been it for me. So what's going on in the news? We got some, some big stuff going on. Oh, yeah. So the most most notable news this week, Nintendo's Switch Lite has been confirmed. Yeah, which is crazy because they were like, we're not working on that. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, it's so, going to, yeah. yeah. So it'll be mobile only. You mm-hmm. won't be able to put it in a dock and have it throw up to the big screen. It's crazy uh, there's not even like an adapter type thing for it. Maybe that's something aftermarket that they'll sell, but I, I doubt it. I can see it. that. Because I get that it's too small to fit in that dock. Yeah. It's still going to have a USB-C port on the bottom of it, but not for throwing it up to a screen. Oh, okay. They could, yeah. they could get an adapter set up that way, though. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a little bit smaller. I think the current screen size is like 6.5 inches or something. The that sounds right. The going to be five, a little over 5 inches. Cool. So it's taken a pretty big hit on the screen size. The Joy-Cons won't be detachable. Mm-hmm. Um, it's going to come in three different colors. The big thing is that this is going to be $199 instead of $249, I guess. So $50 cheaper. You're getting a handheld-only Switch. Uh, it's coming out kind of the same, I want to say the same week as uh, The Legend of Zelda, or maybe right around the time that Pokemon sword and shield come out okay i know they're doing special editions of it for pokemon and the battery life on this is supposed to be a bit longer that's cool than than yours typical if you have a switch i don't see why you would buy this but like for me and my wife it'd be great if she we were like man it'd be great to have another switch in the house uh it's a great like secondary for two people that are like but a brother how do you sister. decide who takes it on i I don't think it would matter. I would take the little one if I needed to. Um, just for the sake of... Because she could use the bigger one for the games that she wants to have as uh, TV stuff. Like Zelda, I would hate to have only handheld option. But for Pokemon, I don't need that on the big screen. Um, yeah. I could play that on a smaller handheld if needed. Yeah. But that's that's it for that. This week that's coming out, I believe they said the date was September. Is that correct? Uh, that sounds that, yeah. yes yeah yeah september 20th cool so if you're still on the fence about a switch you can get it a little cheaper longer battery life mm-hmm. you just don't expect to be able to switch it i'd say if you don't have a switch get a real switch i would personally recommend it too because i like throwing them up on the big screen with a pro mm-hmm. controller and playing that way yeah yeah it's really I would hard say... for me to think about a game that feels better portable than putting it on a bigger screen. But I will I say the, the Switch is still mm-hmm. a viable tri- a portable console. Yeah. I, when when my sister got married, I took my Switch home with me, played several things over the week. 
my girlfriend took my Switch and played. She started Breath of the Wild while they were on their trip this weekend. So Nice. Yeah. When I... I still have Sonic Mania uh, as, like, a portable-only game that I do not play unless I'm traveling. And it's been really great to just kind of, like, have that as a travel game and not worry about trying to beat it or anything and just, like, Mm -hmm. take this win with and play. That's a unique one to have as a travel-only game. Well, I think just because, like, the pixel art and stuff, it's just, like, a nice, like, it brings me back to, like, the Sega Genesis days. uh, But I don't need that pixel art on a big screen because it's not, like... (laughs) Right, I right. I love having Octopath on the big screen because it's so beautiful. It is, yeah. But this game is so Even Sega it's Genesis. A pixel art. Yeah, yeah. Like just like it's not as big of a deal for me for this kind of game. Yeah. Um, moving on to other news and video games this week. There's a Lord of the Rings MMO in work in the works. Now, yes, there already was Middle Earth Online. This is not that. This is being made by devs who've worked on WoW, Destiny, and Planetside. Um, it's an interesting grouping of people. Yeah, and this is... It, it doesn't have a release date, and it's separate. You know, they, we, they, we announced the Amazon Lord of the Rings TV show that they're working on. This is not tied into that at all. Okay. So, And I believe the scuttlebutt that I heard earlier is that it's going to be free to play. I've never well, heard scuttlebutt before. Yeah, I never what? heard What? <laughs> I don't think that's a regional thing. Maybe. I, it might be. <laughs> LJ right says, no, it's real. <laughs> Boom. See, LJ's been... I didn't think Joe made it up. I just figured I had not heard it because I'm not <laughs> from here. You guys can both say it and it could still be a regional thing. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are both kind of in a certain area of the country. My boss one day said, stop piddle farting around. And it was very seriously stated at me. But I died laughing, and they were even more upset. <laughs> oh, I've never heard piddle farting, but I have heard piddling or fiddle farting. She was like, stop piddle farting around, and I just couldn't stop laughing. She was like, what, you've never heard that before? And I was like, never in my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I am familiar with that phrase. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, moving on to the final piece of video game news this week. Gears 5, which it's not Gears of War anymore. Yeah, it's just Gears. Yeah, Gears 5 is going to have no references to tobacco or uh, any smoking. And for some reason, that's a big thing in the news. Wouldn't it be better if there were references, but it were all references of them quitting? Hmm. (laughs) (laughs) I decided to go cold turkey, or I decided to... Use the patch, you know? like. It just seems strange that you're like, oh, they all don't smoke anymore, but they used to. I mean, I personally don't get it. This is a game where you're using a chainsaw gun to saw people in half. Yeah. It's also, like, where is this coming from? Because Netflix just announced last week we talked about that. I read up on it a little bit, and there have been people involved with the Gears franchise who haven't let tobacco in past games, too. I mean, okay. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. You know, I I think tobacco, alcohol, all that kind of stuff can be abused and it's right. dangerous for your body. And, you know, there have been similar movements in the past to kind of remove tobacco from from the public eye in terms of media. Mm-hmm. But this just seems like an odd thing to me. Yeah, like I don't smoke. And, like, I don't like the I mean, idea of smoking. I, I, I probably wouldn't have even noticed it if this hadn't made a headline. Yeah, I would. It wouldn't even cross my mind because you don't see a lot of smoking in video games in general, right? Unless it's uh, uh, Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, he smokes so he can see lasers. Uh, <laughs> <weird>. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean I get it, but it's still. You know. He's gonna have a yeah. can of aerosol spray like a cartoon from now on. <laughs> It does affect your health in Metal Gear Solid 2, by the way. Well, so my question, too, with, with like, these cutting out smoking tobacco, does vaping come into any of this? They're all going to start vaping. Are they treating it as something separate? (laughs) That's my question. It's like, are they purely keeping out cigarettes, keeping out tobacco, keeping out stuff like that? But, like, I don't know. Vaping is... That would be the most annoying commercial for vaping I could ever think of. 
is someone who smokes all the time in a video game going, I don't smoke anymore. I vape. I have this jewel. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't a Marlboro man. I'm a cloud ripper. <laughs> LJ says we'll call it vapes of war. <laughs> you, yeah, the Bible yeah. says life is but a vapor. <laughs> I don't like the way you use that. <laughs> no, I, I may have been misquoting a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay, so moving on to the pull list for the week. It's a pretty thin pull list this week. Uh one really notable release. It's a Switch only release. Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, which I think some of you will be very excited about. So that's that's Switch only, which I'm kind of surprised about. Is that But Nintendo Ultimate Alliance is not a fighter. It's kind of a brawler beat 'em up, but you can play okay. as like eighty different Marvel characters. Yeah. Oh, cool! It's gonna be something really big. Yeah, I played the past ones and really had it. Me, me and my brother had a good time with them. Sweet. Um, Nowhere Profit releases this week. We have a review code that we are working on right now. Review copy. It is kind of like um, a roguelike card-based game. I can't remember the name of that other one that came out recently. But, uh, yeah, so it's it's a card game where you're building a deck and playing with cards, but it's a roguelike. Uh, okay. Slay the Spire, yeah. It's like Slay okay. the Spire. Uh, and then finally, this this game called Lost Ember, which kind of looked at a cool-looking cool animal on the front of it. That's about all I know about that. I like it. week this week. It exists. Yeah. Not, not a whole lot coming out this week, so. Cool. Yeah, that's well, all for games. From that, we'll get into the second part of the code, which is F8F07. So yeah, write that down. We'll get into the movies that we've been watching. Uh, Shelly's chicken or no? I don't think I've seen it. I actually watched uh, a little bit this week. What'd you watch? Re, uh, I had a guy's night this weekend. We got sushi and then rented Bumblebee. Okay, what'd you think of it? I thought it was okay. It's Herbie. It's really on the nose, Herbie. Herbie, but yeah, more except action. Herbie doesn't transform and blow stuff up. No, it's like a sci-fi. Yeah, it gets like if you took all the fighting out of it, it would literally be Herbie. What does a transformer if you don't fight? It's just a vehicle. It's Herbie. I mean, in this instance, yeah. Sure. I just I couldn't believe how on the nose it was by like even using the old slug bug. Oh yeah, and then like the story was so I, I was, it's interesting. I liked it. I I thought it was okay, but I also like Herbie. I thought it was cool that they gave a reason for Bumblebee not to use his voice. Yeah, well, the first at the movie, of the movie he explained spoken what voice. Yeah, but they show it. And Bumblebee. Yeah. So. I want one for Optimus. I didn't know any of the Decepticons in this one, so I didn't really care. Okay. They are the more you important know? ones. Well, yeah. I mean, like, there's one Autobot that you care about and no Decepticons that I know. I don't care about Bumblebee that much, was my thing. Then why did you watch a movie named Bumblebee? Cody? Because I like Transformers, and I, <laughs> I watch as many movies as I possibly can. But, like... I don't know. I'm really sad that Hot Rod isn't a bigger deal because Hot Rod in the cartoons that I watched was always like the yeah. guy. He was like the bumblebee. But he. Uh, what? Go. Go ahead. It's going to give away spoilers if I say anything. There's a reason Hot Rod's not in this yet. Hmm. It's a story reason. Is there? Yes. I didn't catch it. <laughs> I feel like I'm. I'll talk to you about it after the podcast. Was Hot Rod in the actual movies? The other movies? I don't remember. I don't think so. If he I was, I, I totally missed it. I just want Rodimus Prime, I'll be honest. Anyway, I watched that. And a giant spaceship <laughs> of Hot Rod's face. And I watched the first half hour of uh, Into the Spider-Verse. <laughs> Why'd you stop? <laughs> because it, it was nap time and I needed a nap. Okay. <laughs> I started it at a point when I should not have... Okay. I was very tired, and I started it and watched the first half hour. What'd I'm you think gonna go it? back and finish it. I was, gonna, I was gonna say I think the better. animation style is fantastic. It's yes. super cool. Yeah. 
Uh, so yeah, I got enough to see a couple of different main players nice. in action meet up. So yeah, I'm I'm definitely gonna go back and finish it. Sweet. I uh, rented Alita, Battle Angel. Oh, that's oh, right. It. Just came out, and it's it's very the animation, the it's CGI amazing. is amazing. Uh, the story is very cool. Okay. The timing that they like the pacing of the movie is super weird. Hmm. Like the like pacing is reverse or something. It's just really off. Like I don't want to give it a ton away, uh, but there's one character who feels very passionately one way, and then something happens and they're completely turned around. But they don't like explain his turnaround of his mindset at all, and so. You're just kind of like, what what happened in this time that you just completely changed your bride like this? Besides, for the sake of the story, needs to move on and you need to like get over it. Um, yeah, it's really the, the pacing was strange, but I think that the movie was awesome. I'd love for a sequel. Uh, sadly, I don't think it will get one. Um, I also think that the timing that it was released, having that February release, may have been uh, possibly Disney's fault. Like. I could definitely see it's a Fox movie, um, and it felt then like a summer blockbuster. Fault? I could see so there has been a lot That's of rumor. Fox's fault. There's been a lot of rumor that uh, Dark Phoenix was released um, when it was because Disney was taken over and didn't want it to overshadow Captain Marvel, uh, and so in the negotiations <laughs> to have the negotiations negotiations for fox to sell to disney disney made some asks happen that's pretty dirty yeah and there's no way to confirm that and i don't know that's just hearsay i've heard that in rumors and stuff um but the timing of this movie it felt like a summer blockbuster so it just seems really weird that it came out when it did um but with disney owning it now and it's kind of in limbo of whether or not it would get a sequel and i know it didn't do that great in the box offices so I hope it does. It definitely is a part one. Like, they talk about something that doesn't happen throughout the entire movie. Like, it's set up for something else to happen, and it just... I mean, it's based on mangas or or an anime, right? Yeah, I believe it's a manga. I don't know if it's an anime. So, were they referencing that, maybe? I'm sure. It is very heavy. My wife said... I mentioned the pacing. My wife mentioned that it feels kind of episodic, almost. The way the show is, you could kind of tell um, where story beats were hitting. Um, but yeah, it totally sets up for a sequel. So I hope it gets one. We'll see. Okay. Did you guys watch anything else? Not movies. No. Right, and we'll get into the movie news. Great. So if you're a fan of the Kingsman series, get ready to hear some good news because we got yeah. a Kingsman trailer. King yeah. Man. Nice. It's, not it's King's called Men. The King's Man, officially, but it is a part of the series. It's not it's not a sequel. It's kind of a prequel. It looks like, if you mm-hmm. watch the trailer, uh, which is on YouTube and everything, you could just go watch the trailer there. It starts off in like World War it's, II or one something like that. Yeah, it's like a history of the King's Men. That's what it's yeah. okay. like. It's shaping out to be. You don't see any of the original actors from the other two movies, but... It's not clear one of the characters could be a character from the other one. I still think it's going to be focused on the guy that teaches. I don't remember anyone's name because that it's should fine. movie That's why is all about <laughs> just, the uh, <laughs> action. The but the guy that teaches him, I think it's going to be about his youth, like him becoming a Kingsman. Yeah. Uh, but it's based solely off what I've seen. Like a different, they're using different weapons and different... Um, I guess fighting styles than you see in the other two movies just because technology is different. It's, it's the mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. So I think that'll be cool to watch, cool to see. Um, Looks like a lot of fun. Yeah, totally. So. I like the goofiness of that series. I, I still haven't seen the second one. I've only watched the first. And I really like the first, so I've been mean to watch the second. I just haven't yet. Super so. goofy. Very rated R uh, for those who may yeah. not be in the know. Yep. I can imagine that. Speaking of rated R... We're getting a Mortal Kombat movie, and it's definitely, definitely going to be rated R. because. How's that only going to be rated R? 
I don't know. They're doing, they're having fatalities. That's the thing. Is yeah, that's Mortal Kombat thing. If you've never played a Mortal Kombat game, fatalities are kind of the things that I mean, in my opinion, kind of set it apart from some of the other fighting games. Is that you get to do this really cool finishing fatality finish him you know, super gruesome game. ending and then the cutscene goes back to the being completely normal yeah which is weird. yeah <laughs> but, yeah i i am okay with this if it's goofy uh but if it's like saw style gore of these things like i don't actually want to see a realistic rendition of someone's head getting ripped out of there yeah I mean, you've heard stories about the game devs that that helped make some of those fatalities, haven't you? Like what? The the game devs that made the fatalities in the Mortal Kombat game, the new one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. A lot of them are suffering from like PTSD and stuff because they watched videos of people dying and being dismembered and things like. Holy cow! Animated in the game. I did not realize that. See, I don't. I haven't played the new one, so I don't know how realistic they are. But like, I haven't played it either. But it looks grotesque. I mean, they fatality are should be goofy graphic. Like they should just they're be so, so ridiculous. graphic that they're. That's the thing, though. They're so graphic that they're crazy. Yeah, I don't. I don't want sauced out gore. I don't need that. I won't watch it if that's the case. Yeah, we'll see. Um, another news, sort of related. Sub Zero has been casted, and he's. Um, I don't have his name written down. He does martial arts. Like, he's a martial artist, though, which is great can... because this is a fighting movie. It's off of a fighting game. Joe Taslam. Van Damme. There we go. Joe Taslam. Perfect. Oh. Thank you. Yeah. I, I guess Jean Claude Van Damme would be more of a Johnny Cage. Yeah. I think Chris Pratt should be Johnny Cage. I don't agree with that at all. No? <laughs> no. Chris Hemsworth. It's got to be a Chris. No. Chris Evans. <laughs> does it Does it have to be a Chris? Evans is the only one that would be close of those three Chris's. You don't think Chris Pratt would work as like a Chris Pratt's too much jerk. of a goof. So is Johnny Cage. No, he's not. <laughs> he's a jerk. Yeah, over the top. Too good. Yeah. I, I want to watch this movie, but if it's gory for the sake of gore like like a saw movie or something i, I always go to saw just like i can't watch those movies um i, I will say i would pay money to watch chris pratt do a do the splits and punch a man <laughs> chris evans could probably do a pretty good job like the johnny blaze that he did has got kind of that johnny cage thing hmm. anyway weird johnny's all the names are the same so we got Kingsman, which has lots of crazy violence. Moral Johnny Kombat, Storm, sorry. Which has lots of crazy violence. And Power Rangers, so last bit of news. It's going to be gory, dark. I'm just kidding. No. That's, that I exists, mean, though. That'd be, yeah. So kind of two different news pieces about this. The first is that they are making another Power Rangers movie, like another official Power Rangers movie. Like Hollywood. Yes. Um... But it's not going to be a sequel, uh, as far as we're aware. It's not even going to be related to the one that came out a couple years ago. It sounds like it's going to yeah. be a full reboot. Like they're not having any of the characters, like the main Cast characters that were there. Um, this is information want... that was given out by the a- the actor for uh, Billy from Stranger Things. He was the Red Ranger, I believe, in that movie, and yeah, he made he's Red Power Ranger. pretty clear. He's like this Darcy something, Darcy something. I can't remember his name. I, he did great as Billy, just throwing that out there. Oh, absolutely. Um, I would, it would totally make sense if it was a completely different story in that same universe with different Power Rangers, because that's how the show works, is like, they're on season like 18 or something like that, because they just make new Power Rangers, get a whole new cast, and do a whole different story with it. Yeah, um, it would just have to be, I mean, because in this recent power rangers movie they just became power rangers so it would be really weird if you had another coming of power ranger story it would probably have to be a story where these characters have been power rangers for a while or something like that like they can't have the one of the main combats being 
becoming the Power Rangers because that's been done and apparently that didn't work. So. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. Plus, at the very end of that, kind of a spoilers to that movie, uh, but it's been out for a while, is they tease Jason. Um, or Tommy. They, Not Jason. Tommy, uh, who's played by Justin David Frank. That's why it's always in my mind. Uh, oh. They tease Tommy at the very end of that movie. And so it would be kind of lame to tease Tommy and then go to a whole different story. Yeah. It's just, it's just unfortunate. Like, that, that movie came out so soon. Like, so, like, in the last, what was it, two years ago, three years ago? Like, I just feel yeah. like it just came out. But and it wasn't a bad movie. Weird. Like, they looked really weird, but the movie itself wasn't terrible. Yeah. It's like, how are you going to make a better, like, are you going to, I guess I'm interested in how they would approach it. Because it seemed like with this most recent movie, they kept it, they definitely modernized it a bit, but it looks like they went with a slightly, uh, maybe, maybe slightly grittier tone. I don't know if that's true. That from the trailers, yeah. it looked like it was maybe a slightly grittier tone, but it still had the soul of of like the original Power Rangers, I like think from the outfits. They should have Bat and the Sun do their costuming. Yeah, I don't know what that means. Bat and <laughs> the Sun is your next story. Oh, oh yes. Okay, <laughs> I wasn't sure. Yeah, so there's that. But there's also we just mentioned Jason David Frank. He's working yeah. on a project to do a Power Rangers thing that actually looks really good. It, he has already posters and i believe a trailer type thing for it already it's going to be mm-hmm. called legend of the white dragon which definitely sounds like power rangers and it's already like better acting than i've ever seen from him just in that like little five minute trailer three minute trailer yeah so and this is again this is separate from the official mm-hmm. reboot this is a a project by jason david frank not hollywood not and bat in the sun yeah, who's yeah, done right, the beatdowns? Right, yeah. So like Batman yeah. versus Darth Vader and yeah, those things type of like that things. that aren't official Hollywood backing type things. It's 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 mm-hmm. more fan projects They're... that are really uh, made by professionals. I would say, right? Like yeah, very, very they've very done Green projects. Power Ranger versus Scorpion. They've also done a couple other Power Ranger things. Um, and I know that Sabon really likes their stuff, but I don't think Sabon gets as much. He's one that it's like Sabon's Power Rangers when you look at like the marketing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think he gets final say for a lot of this stuff. Um, and so I know that this is going to be kind of a PG 13 ish take on power Rangers, mm-hmm. but it's, I would assume Sabon's okay. Has his okay in it. Um, but I don't think they're allowed to use like the power Rangers name or anything, even though they'll be the Rangers. Yeah. It even has, it's more power Rangers than the green Ranger. There's the red Ranger was in there, um, from the original. And then I think a few of the, it might have been all of them, but I, at least a few other Power Rangers from the original Mighty Morphin are in there. Yeah. It looks so cool. I'm so excited. But yeah, so if you, I mean, whatever you are a fan of Power Rangers for, I mean, there's, again, there's two different types of news. Maybe one appeals to you more than the other. Maybe yeah. neither of them appeal. I don't know. Tell us about it. Tweet at us. Hashtag. I'm excited for both. Because Power Rangers, man. Cool. They're classic. Classic. Yeah. That's all of our kind movie of like news. Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. You guys been watching any TV shows? I have actually. Cool. What have you been watching, Joe? Finished Stranger Things season three. I did too. Yeah. What'd you think? <laughs> I liked it. Your I'm... favorite season? There's. I don't know about my favorite season. It was a good one. The last but... uh, fifteen minutes of the series mm-hmm. season, pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. I'm just going to throw a buzzword out there. Never-ending story. Gosh. That's not a buzzword. That was... That's buzzwords. That was... I I'm not going to say anything. Never mind. It was great. It <laughs> was pretty good. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I uh, I had finished it, I think, last podcast. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, think, I like it, though. Cool. And do you have any, any other thoughts on it? Uh... I'm interested to see what they do next season. Yeah, me too. They're being coy about it. Like, they haven't confirmed that there's a season four, and it's like, there's going to be a season four. Don't do this to us. Like, yeah. I saw an article that said season four will be the final season. I I'm had okay heard that, that 
I haven't seen that recently, but uh, before season two was out, I had been told that there was a, I'd read that there was a four year plan, four season plan. Okay. So that doesn't surprise me. It's the ending. Um, I'll be kind of sad that it ends, but I'd rather them end on a, you know, doing well than trying to like bleed it dry. I feel like they right. could have ended with this last season, honestly. I feel like they could have. They threw something yeah. in there that's like, okay, well now we gotta go. But, but mm-hmm. if they didn't have that, it could have ended, and I would have been satisfied, honestly. But if they're gonna do yeah. one more season, I'm okay with that. Just again, yeah, I don't want them to bleed it dry. Mm-hmm. It's doing right. what Voltron did for me, uh, which was every season after. I think the first three seasons of Voltron, it started to do this for me. But it was like. This is the best season. How can you top this? This is amazing. How can you top this? And so I've gotten that with all three seasons of Stranger Things. The first season, I was like, you don't need to have another. That was great. Like, just yeah. leave that as a masterpiece. Yeah. And then season two came out, and I was like, that was awesome. How are you going to top that? And then this season was so wonderful. Um, it's kind of crazy. Like, I hope season four is even better. But it's almost like, how are you going to do that? I feel that, too. Yeah. Given, given certain things that happen... That obviously I'm not gonna talk about because it's just major spoilers. I just yeah, yeah it's definitely like know. a big, big story. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. You guys watching anything else? Yes. What are you watching, Joe? I finished season one of One Punch Man. Yeah. Yes. I saw him and watched it. Are you there ready is, for season two? The, I was gonna say there are other seasons, right? There yeah. is. I don't even think season two's done yet. Oh, I didn't know but that. It took forever for them to make a season two because it was it was made by a studio that only really makes first seasons and stops with shows. And okay. One Punch Man just happened to be so popular that they're like, okay, fine, I'll make a season two. But it's kind of slightly made by... I don't remember if it's made by different people. It's like they're, they're sticking with the manga, but I think it's slightly different animation. Or something like that. I've okay. watched a couple episodes of it, and I couldn't really tell. So it's still satisfying okay, to cool. me. But okay, I think it is technically a new studio. LJ even says that too. So I just I want to see what what the results of the final episode from season one bring about. Yeah. Hmm. That's curious. a really fun anime, though. It, it is. I need to watch it. It's and I actually fun. like a lot of the other characters that are in that show. Yeah, they have a lot of cool characters. It's like, there's Saitama, yeah. and he's awesome, but then bring all these crazy characters, and I think they do a really good Silver job. Silver Fang is awesome. Yeah, I love that guy. Um, <laughs> it's just crazy, because you have this extremely overpowered character. That's the gimmick of the show, is that you have this extremely overpowered right. character, so you'd think all these other characters would be not as great or or right. just below Saitama in some way, but that's, that's not what they do. They're all fleshed out, and it's really cool. Yep. Hmm. Cool. We watched anything else, Joe? No, that's it. How about you, Shelly? You got two shows out of me this week. Yeah, <laughs> nice. that's awesome. Um, I don't think I have seen any more things this week. Okay. I the only thing is for me is I finished Jessica Jones. Okay. Um, and it was really good. It's it's bittersweet knowing that like that's the end of all of the Netflix Marvel shows. Uh, and it doesn't end in a way that satisfies me as like a finale for all of them. But it was satisfied me as like an ending for Jessica Jones. They didn't leave it on any kind of like cliffhanger. Um, it can kind of end the way that it did. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I'm really wishing that they would have had another, either had uh, the Defenders have another season to kind of close everything off. Or that they would have had everybody make an appearance in the last episode of Jessica Jones um, to kind of close out everybody. Yeah. Uh, they don't even reference everybody in this season, which I thought was weird. Um, maybe it is because they didn't know until it was too late. Um, but you only get a couple of the references of where people are. Um, so yeah, you don't know what, like, I don't know. I don't want to name names. But I don't know. It was it was okay. It's good. I'm sad. I'm ready for Disney to pick them up and put them on Hulu. But we have to wait at least two years before they can even green light anything. I believe is how that goes. Yeah. Dang. So soon. 
getting to the news, though, speaking of Netflix, we've got there's a bunch of animated show news going on. I'm sure that most of the TV news is probably waiting for San Diego Comic-Con. I think it's just going to blow up. Um, but Zack Snyder, this is such a weird sentence. Zack Snyder is working on a Norse mythology anime. Cool. So, What? I think that's really yeah. cool. <laughs> I mean, I'm excited for it. I think it's going to be awesome. But Norse and anime don't usually go together. Zack Snyder and anime don't usually go together that I know of. Um, And like Zack Snyder and Norse mythology seems weird. So we'll see how that is. That's We really don't know a lot about it. And then Cuphead is being brought to TV. Uh, I believe the creator is being heavily involved, which, so that's kind of cool. Dude, I'm not sure they're... how I feel about that one. LJ, our producer, he said that he believes that it's uh, focused on kids. It's going to be kind of like kids will be the target right. audience. And that seems weird to me because that show is like happy tree friends dark. I mean, it's about them losing it gambling and having to collect people's souls as payment. It looks yeah. like one of those uh, cartoons from... I mean, obviously, it's based off of cartoons from... The 30s. 30s? I was going to say 30s. No, 30s. Um, in which case, those are... Cartoons were not originally for kids. Cartoons gradually became for kids. A kid's thing. Back in the 30s... Yeah. Um, Cartoons weren't just for kids. It was like for maybe both. I don't quite remember. I, I hope that it's kind of for both. But it's weird to me to make of, a kids In the sense focus. of like Cuphead, if it's being based off of these 30s comics and cartoons, or sorry, not comics, but cartoons, um, there's no reason to believe it's going to be just for kids. Like I, it is popular among lots of kiddos nowadays. and that maybe, <laughs> So maybe a lot of kids will be drawn to it. But the point is, I mean, the themes we've already shared about gambling and fighting the devil, like, those aren't really uh, yeah. coined as, as kid-friendly. I don't know. but I do want to say, I mentioned Happy Tree Friends. If you don't know what that is, don't look it up. It is a very dark parody, I guess, of, like, Tom and Jerry-style violence. Um, they kind of just take that a step further, and it's gruesome. But it looks very kid-friendly, and it's not. It is definitely not. Yeah. Dang. It's it's dark, so now you've been warned. <laughs> that's good. Uh, I just hope they keep the bop of music, dude. Like that soundtrack is so good. They better have fire <laughs> soundtrack if they're gonna also make it into a show. Just yeah, saying. I'm sure they maybe. I would assume so. They got it. It's part of the spirit of the game. It is. Uh, talking about adult cartoons, there's a reboot of Flintstones uh, in the works, and it's going to be like Family Guy style humor. Ooh. So I I don't like that. That's weird. <laughs> it's just strange. I'm like, why Flintstones? But That's, I guess Flintstones are supposed to be the. I mean, I don't even necessarily know if they'd be considered wholesome, but definitely, definitely the family Flintstones. Friendly. Yeah, I think the Flintstones would be considered wholesome. I mean, when I think of yeah. Flintstones, I think of chewable vitamins. Okay, I can't think of them. <laughs> It's Trouble Vitamins if they're going to be doing Family Guy jokes, you know? Yeah, I, it's going to be strange to have like it be Family Guy-ish. But I guess, I don't know. That's what I don't like about it. I don't like Family Guy. Yeah, I'm sure it'll it'll work in its own way. Um, It's a thing that's happening. I mean, it hasn't been picked up was, by a... I think if it was like uh, Bob's Burgers or something, I could roll with that. Something that's it still going to be, like, kids could still watch it and probably enjoy it, but there's going to be some more adult humor stuff thrown in, but not super inappropriate. Just, like, a little flavoring here and yeah. there. Yeah. And I, I mentioned Family Guy, but it just says adult comedy. Or, right. yeah, adult comedy. And so, when I think of adult comedy cartoons, I think of Family Guy. Uh, yeah, we'll just have to see. Mm-hmm. It hasn't been picked up by any channel yet uh but warner media is working on it so i would assume a channel that's owned by warner media will do it not sure uh going back to disney mandalorian season two is already being written the show's not even out yet so it must be good they've got a lot of faith in that show apparently mm -hmm. i mean yeah 
from from my friends who are excited about the Disney streaming service, um, one of their things they really talk about is Mandalorian. So, cool. Should be it. And then we've got a couple of discussion questions. First one comes from XX Random. Which retro game is the best? Oh, and uh, before, hold on. Discord. Questions came from Discord. If you want to join our Discord, please get a hold of us. Uh, or I think you can Google it. It's just Geeks Under Grace Discord channel or server. Um, and then this, you just ask questions in the GG Cast questions channel on the server. Uh, you can also use the hashtag GGCast on Twitter. But again, XX Random says, which retro game is the best in GUG's opinion? And I don't know if GUG as an organization has a final answer on this, but we do have an N64 uh, top list somewhere on the website. And the, the answer's not in that list. Yeah, because Super Mario Bros. 3 is not uh, on the N64. Joe, what is your what is yours? I'll say it depends on what we're talking about here. If you're talking about NES, Contra probably has it. For okay. Me. I don't know. Maybe. What I, is I, best retro game? Let's. Yeah, I think we need to define retro first. I would say anything pre PS2 GameCube era. Why pre PS2? Um, I, I'm just curious why you're picking that as the cutoff. I to me the because it stops being bits at that point. They stop focusing on the bits. Thirty-two bit, sixty-four bit. I mean the bit, place sixty okay. bit. Okay. Mm. Does that seem like a fair de- definition for now? I, I'll let it fly for now for our purposes. All right. <laughs> pre GameCube, pre PS two. What is your game? Oh man, I don't know. There's about forty PS one games that are pretty good. Okay. Let's see, I, I liked Rocket Knight Adventures and Sonic the Hedgehog for Genesis. Uh, SNES, you got games like Chrono Trigger. Uh, I don't. Super Mario World is a classic. Yeah, if I w- as well as Link's Awakening. Super Mario World is a really good game. That's one I've played. I want that on the Switch. <laughs> <laughs> this question, I just feel like I can't answer. I've played. Yeah, <laughs> what's an old school game? Retro to you? I mean, I don't know. I Wii. think it would still be considered the same thing, but I just have not had many experience with retro gaming. I my family did own an NES. We just didn't have a lot of games on it. Mm-hmm. So we had Mario and we had Duck Hunt, and I loved playing okay. Duck Hunt. So I'd say Duck Hunt. <laughs> okay. Okay. That's <laughs> Just fair. because right. I I don't have a lot of experience playing a lot of retro games. I've I've kind of I was so bummed. There, but... Found out the hard way that Duck Hunt doesn't play on LED screens like flat screen TVs. <laughs> it turns on like you can see it, but you can't play it because the gun doesn't register. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought my gun broke, and then I read and was like, oh. Do I mean, you got games? you also got, on top of Contra, you got Ninja Gaiden, you've got uh... Gaiden. Yeah, whatever. I'm from the '80s. <laughs> we didn't know back when we didn't know Japanese and didn't have the internet. <laughs> I was gonna say, Joe's like, I lived it. I know what it's called. <laughs> uh, Battle Toads, Double Dragon, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade game. That's NES stuff. Just um, stuff I'm thinking of. Cool. For me, I've already mentioned it, but Super Mario Bros. Three is my favorite game of all time, uh, and so since it's a retro fits in the retro parameters it's uh gonna be there still but super Mario bros 3 it just it still holds up you can still play it and have a ton of fun yeah. streets of rage that's a genesis game <laughs> just naming off games now <laughs> i'm just trying to think of different games i've played over the years that that i would consider to be among my favorites i want to play super mario world now it's been so long super mario world may be my favorite snes game it's i, I feel like I feel like I can replay that game a hundred times and I'll never get tired of it. Mm-hmm. And then our next question, Nintendo, uh, he asked, the, West Min- the Westminster Catechism says, what is the chief end of man? The chief end of man is glorify God and enjoy him forever. What are some of the church, what are some ways you think the church globally, as well as yourselves, has made our faith about ourselves and our own comfort rather than the glory of God. Uh, and I wanted to 
I was thinking about this earlier today. I think it's really, I think it would be, it hasn't happened to us, but it'd be really easy to spin what we do at Geek Center Grace as um, you're not there for the people, you're defending your hobby um, and kind of justifying things that are wrong so that you can do that and be a Christian. Um, and I think it'd be really easy to try to like spin it that way until you see what we do and like what we're about. And, uh, um, you know, the fact that we're like reaching people within the geek community, I think we did kind of have to defend ourselves and our stance before we went out and did that. So that people could see, um, that it's okay to be a Christian and a geek. Uh, but that was just something I was thinking about. I was like, it'd be totally easy for somebody to, with a silver tongue to kind of make it look like that with us. Uh, but go ahead, Joe. So, to more directly to the point, like what what have we done to kind of as a church to to make it seem okay? I think the prosperity gospel is super detrimental, right? Oh, like, man. yeah, this idea that if you are doing what you're supposed to be doing, what God commanded, you're going to be rich and and well endowed for everything. Yeah, like, turn God into a genie. Pretty much, yeah. It's like I do what he says and he gives me gold. That's that's foolish. Mm-hmm. If that's the case, Paul was not loved by God. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um I I, I wanna get a little personal here. I've I've told this on live streams and things before. Mm-hmm. For those of you that don't know that are listening, two years ago I was diagnosed with a brain tumor. I've mm-hmm. been mountain biking, got sick, got tick fever, and went in. And over the course of a week in there, I kept having headaches. They they found out while I was in there with tick fever that I had a brain tumor. And I, I realized pretty quickly, like, I, I wasn't even worried initially when they told me because I thought, that's such an, an insanely massive thing. It's going to be God no matter what, right? Like, yeah. He'll, he'll handle it. And then they came in and said, okay, we think we know what it is and it's not life-threatening. That's when it kind of hit me and I broke down into tears. But all of that has given me a different perspective on life, right? And this is something I feel like I should have known all along. But I feel like something I've taken away from, from this diagnosis and, and living my life over the last couple of years with that diagnosis is that no matter what we do, if, if we live, if we die, if it doesn't matter, right? Ultimately, in the end, our purpose, in my opinion, is to glorify God. So to that degree, I completely agree with the Westminster Catechism or whatever in the world he just said. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. But, um, yeah, uh, in my opinion, that's that's the thing, right? It's It's all for the glory of God. And so if, if we're setting it up to be not for the glory of God, but for the glory of Joe, right? Mm-hmm. This, is, this is something I struggled with, especially when I first got into live streaming. And over the last few years with Geeks Under Grace, I've, I've changed the way that I think on this. I used to think I want to live stream because I want Joe to be awesome. I want Joe to, to get big like Ninja. Of course, Ninja didn't exist at the time, right? I mean, he existed, but he wasn't what he is today. Right, but you know, I wanted to make a career out of it and be popular and all that good fun stuff. And I know now that that's not going to happen. But when I do live stream, I can be a voice for for good, right? Like I can, I can lift one another up. I can offer to pray for people, and I can, I can do that sort of thing. I can be an encouragement. Yeah, and bring it all back to God. There was definitely a journey that you've probably been able to watch, Joe, over the years. Uh, for me, has been like. Going from I need to get big so that I can reach people to I need to reach people no matter like if I can reach three people, right. then I've reached three people. Mm-hmm. Right. Um and that's definitely been like something just over the years. That's I uh, so I I got another quick tangent story real quick, but Yeah, you good. We you know, we just had our five year deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, Maurice is putting together an article for people everybody's been here for five years to share like their favorite memory or their favorite article that they worked on and that sort of thing. And mine goes back to that first, that first live stream fundraiser Friday night playing tomb Raider. When we had somebody drop into the chat that just wanted to watch some tomb Raider 
realized that all the chatter going on in chat was from community members and oh this is a christian thing and they didn't run off from that they kept inquiring and asked for prayer and we stopped right there paused the game and prayed for that person on air right there right then yeah because that was what they needed at that time i'll never forget that mm-hmm. what about you shelly um, yeah, I've been, I'm glad you guys talked first because I'm like, yeah, I don't even know what I'm going to say to this. <laughs> now I have a little bit of a better idea. I think it's, uh, um, I'll also get a little personal, uh, problem, I guess. Yeah, sure. I'll do that. Um, so <laughs> my life's changed a lot the last month or so. I graduated mm-hmm. from college. Um, I moved from living with three other people to living alone. I started taking care of two dogs that aren't mine because I'm, I'm house sitting, um, which is why I'm living <laughs> alone. I'm taking care of two, do- two dogs, started a new job full time. Um, and my I've had loved ones dying of cancer the last couple, like just this entire summer. I've had other issues with with jobs and, and just like adult things that I've never really had to deal with um, before. So it's it's been like a just huge time of transition for me. And transition, like, change is good, right, sometimes. But I'm one of those people who's like, no, I'd rather just not change anything because it's easier when you just stay stagnant. Um, but so, like, just, like, reading this question, it's, like, it's just really interesting because when I think about, like, glorifying God, I think of, like, actions, and like doing mm-hmm. something like physically doing something for God. Um, whether that's like going on a mission trip or giving money away, something like that. And it's been a struggle for me because even in the last couple of months, I've had to like, I like feel like I haven't been able to do that at all. Like I've had to spend so much attention just on making sure that I'm okay because of all these things. But in that I've been able to find God in a really different way so like finding that grace and and realizing like that there really is nothing you could do to like separate yourself from the love of God and he is patient and he is kind and he is good and there are still things that you are doing even if they're small that glorify God and like the kingdom is still everywhere around you you don't have to go somewhere else to glorify Mm. God you could glorify God exactly where you are um as long as you're like you could just like kind of tap into that and realize that and find that peace and that grace. So that's been a huge lesson I've been learning um, from trying to, cause I felt guilty. I'm just like, Oh man, I'm not even like, like I'm asking for peace and joy and like comfort in this time. But what am I doing for God? But even, even in this state, like there's still like, I can still see his kingdom and I can still serve him um, in ways that maybe to some don't seem very significant, but they can be significant. Um, so I don't know if that really answers that question necessarily, but um, like totally Joe's, Joe's sort of testimony inspired me. So, yeah. Yeah. I definitely kind of, I, I mentioned earlier going from, you know, trying to like the, the reaching of people, um, letting God use you. Um, also, Something that hit, like hit me a little while back was, like, there's always kind of this responsibility to do Geeks Under Grace uh, for the longest time, and then it became, uh, luckily, fortunately, blessed, whatever, um, I not have to do these things, but get to do these things. Um, and there were certain things that I'm like, well, because I'm a Christian, I need to do these things, uh, because that's what a good Christian does. And then it kind of was like, like I get to glorify God, and I get to love him back and he's given these opportunities for me to do so in such cool ways um and so like i think that's kind of important too is to make sure that glorifying god isn't a burden but it's a joy to do um i think making it a burden is kind of um to make it a burden i kind of insult what you're doing it's, and and I want to say, like, if, if you're struggling out there, you know, I, I know people who very much feel like, oh, I'll never measure up. I, I can't I can't hold to that gold standard. You don't have to. Yeah. Like, the, there's a song lyric that I love, and I've carried this with me for years. 
and I can't remember who sings it. Somebody's going to know immediately, but it's it's a Christian contemporary artist. The lyric says, the beauty of grace is that it makes life not fair. If we got what we deserved, we'd Relay all be K. toast. Is that who it is? Yeah. Okay, awesome. Um, yeah, and that's that's the thing, right? Like, none of us are ever going to measure that golden standard. Mm-hmm. I but love Pastor sufficient. Doug Weckerman said um, that you you are perfect in God's eyes when you become a Christian, and that that is not a position that you are right now. You don't have to be perfect right now. You already are in His eyes, and that that is a position. And so now you are trying to fix your course towards that. And that's going to be a lot of ups and downs. There's going to be a lot of twists and turns. Um, But you're already there in the end. Now is just like a process of getting there, of like turning yourself towards that. Yeah. We're all broken. We're all fallible. We're we're humans. I I love your phrase too, Cody. You're you're the one that I hear say this all the time. uh, We're imperfect humans serving a perfect God. Yeah, I I'll I'll say that comes from Red Rocks Church. Okay, I love um, that. Yeah, it's really really good. Uh, we are we're broken people, just trying to follow follow him. Um, and and easing the burden on one another. Yeah. Cool. This got deep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we love hearing questions from you. So if you want to ask us questions, you can always use the hashtag GGCast or ask us again in uh, in Discord. Um, but before we end the podcast, we have a final part of the code. And the code is P83YK. And again, that's on Steam. So I think I said that earlier. But if not, it's a Steam code for Moonlighter. Cool. We'll end it there. Joe, where can they find you at? You can find me on Twitter at Joe Knows Games and streaming uh, however much I can per week at Joe Knoweth Games on Twitch. Cool. Shelly? You can find me on Twitter at TheShellShock24. You can find me still playing Shadow Mordor Tuesday nights on the Geeks and Grace Twitch channel. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Cody Armor and on twitch.tv slash Grace on Saturdays at 5 o'clock Pacific Standard Time playing Sonic 06. I'm working on Shadow Story right now, and it is janky. (laughs) Cool. Keep gaming. Keep praying. God bless. Peace. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the Geeks Under Grace podcast. We love hearing from you, so feel free to ask us questions or just comment on the show by using the hashtag GUGCast on Twitter or by joining the GUGCast questions channel in the Geeks Under Grace Discord. If you like this episode, consider leaving a review or rating of our show on your favorite podcast app. If you want even more Geeks Under Grace, you can always go to geeksundergrace.com. We love you all so much, so thank you. We're listening.